chapter eight of the book of love by paolo montegazza this librivox recording is in the public domain the depths and the heights of love two look at that young girl seated at the window bending over a piece of white linen which she is sewing how attentive she is to her work she seems between one stitch and another to be meditating on the solution of the quadrature of the circle so absorbed is she in her arduous task but if i only could write the volume of thoughts that pass through her brain between two stitches she is fishing in the deep abysses of love and at a short distance thence she unaware of it a young man too is at the window his hair dishevelled his hands firmly thrust into his pockets his breast swelling as by a threat he has been staring at the sky for the last hour is he meditating perhaps upon the tremendous problem of the proletariat or on that of human liberty is he perhaps dreaming of glory of wealth no he too is fishing in the deep abysses of love woman more than man dives deeper and soars higher in the regions of love society generally withholds her from the field of action and an infinite time is left to her for penetrating into the abysses of the heart how often an innocent young girl who perhaps hardly knows how to write for many long hours feels in her imagination the sweetness of a kiss which lasted but a second how often she is tortured during a whole night by the bitterness of a cold salute or of a rude word here is a deepness of sense which nevertheless is nothing in comparison with the queer and transubstantial process of sentimental analysis with which woman pulverizes analyzes distills a look a word a gesture hide o oh chemists your ignorance before the profundity of the analytical art of an enamoured woman to her the spectroscope is a coarse instrument of prehistoric science homeopathic draughts are poisons atoms are worlds she has measured them many centuries before thompson a billionth part of a milligramme of rancour diluted in an ocean of voluptuousness is detected by her process of analysis an atom of indifference in the lava of desire is instantaneously traced by the thermoelectric apparatus which she uses in her laboratory she is a priestess of the ideal of the infinite of the incommensurable and will continue to be religious many centuries after man will have buried the last god even in love the infinite is insufficient for her love always elevates the lover above the average man and as his increased strength makes him capable of greater undertakings the horizon widens before him more and more because he sees men and things from a greater height each one of us has a different capacity of soaring to the regions of the ideal but rabble and genius prose and poetry always raise themselves by the action of love to a world which is nobler more beautiful more serene than that in which we drag out our daily uneventful existence how many vulgar despicable natures are redeemed by the action of love 
how many inert intellects are guided through the paths of to glory how many of the vulgar herd reach the height of the olympus of thoughts with the aid of a loving hand and still the ignoble proverb is daily repeated that science and glory must guard against love as against a bitter enemy and the examples are pedantically quoted of great men who loved but art and to chastity alone owed their greatness strange disorder of ideas in which hygiene is confused with morality chastity with the incapacity of loving but a man healthy in sense and sentiment will always be elevated by love if he does not make an unworthy creature the object of his affection if he does not confound love with lust for one genius killed by love you have a hundred who owe to love their greatest inspirations who drew from it the strength to live who blessed it as superior to glory who in it alone found the fresh wave that tempered the burning ardour of enthusiasm and passion it is an old habit of the human beast to trample under its feet the rind of the fruit from which it has just sucked the last drop of juice if love does not work in all creatures the same miracles which we expect if it is not always a virtue that elevates and refines it is because we have lowered woman to the level of our lasciviousness because even we civilized men feel for her more desire than esteem more lust than love and yet woman thirsts more than man for the ideal and like all oppressed creatures looks upward with more faith her exquisitely sensitive nature open to the raptures of enthusiasm easily inflamed by the warmth of poetry attracts her irresistibly to higher and higher altitudes and she would have helped us also to soar if we had not made of her a sweet concubine or a good housewife woman feels the ideal aspires to every sublimity but she has neither courage nor strength to ascend and if she is not supported by the robust arm of her lover she will become easily prostrated and sit down to rest on the path that leads upward to her nature has assigned the task of indicating the high aim to us the duty of accompanying and sustaining her in a magnificent painting by scheffer dante is standing below beatrice above dante gazes at her contemplates her as is inspired by her and beatrice her eyes turned to heaven seems to say to him upward upward there it is where we shall go together nothing is more contagious than enthusiasm nothing more fascinating more irresistible than the enthusiasm of woman without arguments that induce one to believe without the strength of hoping sustained only by love she is always full of faith in great and beautiful things and at every step of life now handsome by her sublime imprudence now affecting by her youthful enthusiasm seems to say to us onward onward and with her tender little hands she draws us upward guides us and lends us her ever fresh strength even when she would appear fatigued when christ made faith the corner-stone of his religion when he said that with faith we could move the mountains he was inspired perhaps by that ardent faith which woman is possessed of and which makes her strong in her weakness woe to us if before preparing for an undertaking we should be obliged to weigh with mathematical precision all favourable and unfavourable probabilities woe to us if we were to launch only into those enterprises of which we are sure more than three-fourths of the great achievements would never have been performed there is always an element which evades calculation and it is in the capricious hands of destiny it is the lacuna which must be filled by faith by that faith which lifts the mountains and which woman so deeply feels and so tenderly infuses into our hearts you may point at the most celebrated eunuchs of the heart who without the aid of woman 
reach the prodigious heights of fame but i most solemnly affirm that had they been guided by a loving hand they would have soared still higher love is a second sight and woman sees things from a point of view which nearly always escapes the synthetic survey of man she discovers many hidden elements of things which we through excessive haste or excessive pride do not see and helping us with the light of love she assists us in penetrating more deeply into the substance of every problem and above all into the knowledge of human nature in small and great things after having consulted science and art experience and imagination after having read the book of history and the book of the human heart you should never fail to consult the woman who loves you whether about a book or a law or a work of art or commerce or industry or poetry woman will always have something new to tell you she will always have her revelations and through the action of love you will feel elevated some men of talent lack the coefficient of ambition to ascend and you will often see them die before producing the fruit of their gigantic forces only woman and love can give them that energy which they cannot obtain from the stimulus of self-love eve knows how to infuse faith into the sceptic ambition into the disheartened strength to all unaspiring for herself she is intensely ambitious haughty proud if necessary for the man she loves and thrones and political power civil and martial crowns glories of art and science were won through the ambition lent or inspired by a beloved woman in heroic and chivalrous ages this was publicly proclaimed and boasted of to-day when women are sold in houses of prostitution or at the counter of matrimony it has become fashionable to blush at owing one's glory to a woman and the chivalrous element alas sank and perished together with many other evil things which we would not like to see come back again chivalrous love vanished and its place was taken by the sisabeism of our great-grandfathers while to-day in the limbo of a new rising generation we feel that we begin to discern the germs of a more beautiful epoch for the amorous life of man the more ballast love throws away which keeps it near to the ground the higher we soar in the regions of the ideal this ballast consists all of lust and self-pride and it is woman's duty to help us throw it out of our car she should not assist with her lasciviousness and her vanity in further debasing man's loves already so brutish and vulgar in the rapture we feel when inhaling the pure air of the loftiest mountains we may sometimes forget that night is drawing near and home is far away and thus in love we may feel so carried away by the fascination of the ideal as to desire a love without contact the spirit without the matter these are sublime derangements of the brain only too rare but reaching the extreme limits of human possibilities they lead to delirium to self-sacrifice they drag us to folly or to martyrdom if a desire continues durable and pure upon the highest summits of human love and is not perturbed by the contact of matter men from beneath will contemplate that statue as a fantastic monument erected by the morning clouds of the mountain not knowing whether it is an effect of the mist or the imagery of a dream they contemplate and admire the pure and intimate communion of thought and sentiment with nothing of the senses but two clasping hands and two pairs of eyes which blend together is certainly a voluptuousness among the greatest of the sexual world and without any need of platonic love it may so happen that two creatures in that moment will forget that one of them is a man and the other a woman then feminine nature shines with all the halo of its celestial light from that source of poetry genius may draw its greatest energies then coarse natures undergo the influence of refinement in that pure air social scrofula disappears and all human soil is washed off 
women you should take advantage of those fleeting instants to regenerate the human family and urge it on to higher destinies the influence of the ecstasy of sentiment on man is of shorter duration than on woman and your angel will soon fall at your feet imploring of you the kiss of the terrestrial creature you are omnipotent then for you have the lion at your feet and if man is strong you are stronger still since his strength is all for you guide it toward the good and the better direct it to the beautiful in that lion which roars with a subdued voice at your feet there is still much of the beast in that conquered hercules there is still much of the human brute silence the beast by running your slender fingers through his dishevelled mane summon forth from the depths holy energies noble inspirations and a thirst for the ideal we wish to be great for your sake we wish to be strong in order to give you all our strength we desire the conquest but only to place it at your feet to every kiss of yours may the human family owe a great attainment to every endearment of yours a useful deed may your love be the highest and dearest prize to every ambition true you are weak but when you are desired you are very strong who dares assert that he is stronger than the no of a woman what phalanx attempts to advance when the finger of woman threatens and commands stand back woman sins at least four times less than man she fears crime she is horrified at the very thought of crime let us then disarm the man who too often wounds or strikes let the coward find no woman who loves him let him have no cup but that of the coarsest voluptuousness let the ignorant the debased the social parasites all the fiends of the moral world find no bosom of woman on which to rest their heads as the church once would banish excommunicated persons so that they could find no bread no shelter it should so be with moral monsters let them be banished from the region of love and the elect women whom nature favoured with the fateful gift of beauty should preserve their treasures for the strong and the immortal their smiles should be the crown of triumphing genius and magnanimous heart for genius and beauty are the most sublime interlacement of human forces one of the most splendid pictures of the nature of living beings love after having spread the minute fibrils of its tiny roots into all the deep fissures of the human world and absorbed every drop of liquor every throb of energy sends up to the branches of the robust tree every sap and every energy and there high in the air leaves flowers and fruits drink from the rays of the sun the sweetest and most inebriating voluptuousness there in those regions full of light and heat in which no worm of the soil no atom of dust no miasmatic exhalation ever attained profundity becomes sublimity and man and woman blended in the ecstasy of an ardent contemplation of the beautiful and the good ask of themselves and what is god End of chapter eight